Welcome to the How to Stop Being Broke podcast, where the mission is to change your mindset about how you manage your finances so you can build a financial future that you can be proud of. My name is Bella Jones and I am your host. So relax, sit back, and let's jump into today's conversation. Hey, 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 so we are back for another episode and in today's episode, we are talking about mom guilt and is it keeping you broke? Now, today's topic is inspired by an Instagram Live that I was a part of earlier this year, so that would have been May of 2022. It was right around Mother's Day. And so I am focusing specifically on the term mom guilt because Primarily, I'm a mom and I can speak to this topic from either my own personal experiences or based upon conversations that I have had with other moms. Also, most of my audience is comprised of women when I review my insights of most of my social media platforms. 85 to 90% of my audience are women. And most of the women that I do speak to, that I'm in contact with, that reach out to me, most of them are moms as well. So that's why we are targeting mom guilt for today's conversation. But of course, this guilt can be related to anyone, right? I'm sure dads have guilt, grandparents, aunts, uncles, godparents, etc. But we are going to focus on mom guilt today. Now, before we jump into today's conversation, I do want to bring your attention to the show notes of this podcast. There's a lot of great information and resources there, so definitely check them out before you leave today's episode. So in the show notes, you will have links to my other social media platforms, such as Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, etc. There is also a link to join my email list. Now my email list is a great way to stay up to date on the things that I have going on both online and offline. So my email list will get weekly updates on when new podcast episodes are released, when I'm going live on Instagram or TikTok, and you will also be notified when I am offering different courses, programs, and also when I'm hosting my in-person event. So definitely check that out. There are also links to sign up with Webull or Robinhood to get free stocks. So feel free to check out my affiliate links if you don't already have accounts with either of those companies. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's jump into today's conversation. I guess the best place to start this episode is talking about the definition of mom guilt. So what is mom guilt? It is the feeling that you are not doing enough for your children. And this feeling will show up in different ways and cause you to do certain things. So for example, in terms of finances, you will, for example, overindulge in either material things or experiences in order to make up for the things that you believe you are not doing well. You want to give your kids, quote unquote, everything. And sometimes you will do this by any means necessary. And this, if you're not doing it the right way, can essentially keep you broke 
or hold you back financially. Let's walk through some examples. So it can look like going into debt to purchase gifts, funds, activities, or to have certain experiences like vacations. Maybe you're using money that's designated to your monthly bills, but instead of paying your bills, you're using that money to purchase something that's not urgent for your children. It could also look like refusing to invest in yourself because you feel guilty about spending money on yourself. You prefer to neglect your own health and well-being because any time and money spent on you is not being spent on your children. Do any of these examples sound familiar? I know you can see me, but I am definitely raising my hand at that. I know that being a teenage mom, I had a lot of guilt when it came to my children, right? They didn't ask to be here. They didn't ask to have parents who were underage. And so I was always in this space of wanting to overcompensate for that. And once I began working in corporate America and I was able to make a really nice salary, I really started to let mom guilt take over and I was not always doing the best things when it came to my finances because I wanted to give my kids everything. I wanted to compensate for the fact that they had a mom that was really young, but I felt they shouldn't have to suffer because of that. So again, this episode is definitely near and dear to my heart. Now, the crazy thing about neglecting ourselves, in all honesty, it is the worst thing we can do for our children. We owe them to show up as the best version of ourselves. And we can't do that if we're allowing mom guilt to cause us to neglect our physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. When you are parenting from a place of being tired, exhausted, and stressed out, that is not the most ideal situation for your children. And it is actually counterproductive to what we're trying to do, which is give our kids the best of everything. And that best of everything should also include giving them the best version of ourselves. And then we live in a society that's also not conducive to helping us work through this mom guilt. We live in a society where it used to be a badge of honor to not get any sleep. You would brag about not taking days off from work. You brag about not going to the doctor. And when society is giving you these kudos for living like that, you continue to repeat this cycle, which is why I am so happy to see that the narrative is changing. We have more and more women, including myself, that are making self-care and self-love a priority. There is this saying that is kind of overplayed now, but the point is so true. You cannot pour from an empty cup. You can't give everything to your children and leave nothing for yourself. Now, the best analogy to kind of drive this point home, 
that I could think of on the fly is when you're flying on an airplane, the flight attendants give this tutorial before the flight leaves. And in one part of that demonstration, they talk about what to do in the event of an emergency. So if the cabin ends up having an issue with air pressure or anything like that, and if the oxygen masks come down, they direct you to put on your mask first and then tend to your children. And that makes sense, right? So why would we not do the same thing in our day-to-day -day living? And when I think about mom guilt, it absolutely impacted how I parented my children. So I was married to my high school sweetheart. I got married at the age of 18 and I had my son at the age of 15. Then we got married when I was 18 and then I had my daughter at the age of 19. So we were a really young family. My ex-husband, well now ex-husband was in the Air Force and he was my high school sweetheart. So of course I'm thinking we are going to be married forever. But very early on in the marriage, I realized that this was not the marriage I signed up for. I dealt with a lot of infidelity. There was a lot of deceitful behavior and it really was a toxic situation. And I knew that, but I stayed for my children. I don't know how many of you listening can relate to that, but I definitely dealt with that in my first marriage. I did eventually file for divorce and I'm currently remarried, but I stayed in that marriage for a very long time. I was married 15 years by the time our divorce was final. And while I knew the relationship was toxic, it wasn't healthy, I did love this man, but more importantly, I wanted my kids to have their mom and dad in the same household. I didn't want them to come from a broken family, right? Does it sound familiar for some of you? And again, the mom guilt sat in. It kept me there. The idea of breaking up this quote unquote happy home made me feel really guilty. And being in this marriage where I wasn't loved the way I wanted to be loved, I wasn't treated the way I wanted to be treated, I knew it wasn't good for me, but I was willing to deal with it for the sake of my children. Again, all goes back to the mom guilt. Now, of course, I could go on and on and share more stories, but that's not the focus of today's episode. The focus is how do we move past that? And so I want to encourage you to make some mindset shifts to help you move through this mom guilt and not let it keep you back financially and also spiritually and mentally. So mindset shift number one, investing in yourself has to be a priority. Investing time in taking care of yourself, getting more sleep, exercising, going for walks, making and keeping those important doctor appointments. Also invest money in yourself, upgrading your wardrobe. You don't have to spend thousands of dollars in a haul at one time, but can you buy one new shirt or one new outfit once a month, right? Take a course or a program to improve your skill set, learn a new skill set, 
Really invest in that so you can make yourself a more valuable asset either in your career or in your business. And once you decide to invest time and money in yourself, the most important thing is to not feel guilty about doing it. And if you are finding that you're having a hard time with this guilt, I would highly recommend therapy. I can say from personal experience, investing in therapy has been one of the best things that I have done for my own mental health and also for my marriage. Now, the second mindset shift I want to encourage you to make is it's okay to want to give your kids nice things and experiences, but you have to think about the future as well. It's going to be really important to stop spending money on things you cannot comfortably afford. And more importantly, stop sacrificing your financial well-being and your financial future to just enjoy something in the moment. And I know for many of you listening to this episode, you are probably long, 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 long overdue to begin pouring into yourself. And for some of you, you are probably waiting for your kids to get older or you're waiting for the perfect time to start doing things for yourself. And I know it makes sense to you in the moment, but what I want you to remember is that tomorrow is not promised. You don't know what the future will bring. So anything you can do for yourself today, tomorrow, in the next week, is the best thing you can do for your overall future. So think about what can you do to begin pouring into yourself? Is there a hobby you would like to start doing? Or maybe there's a hobby you used to do and you would like to get back to that? Can you start treating yourself to something on a monthly basis as your time to be with yourself and treat yourself to something nice? Is there a course, a program, or an event that you've always wanted to do but you just never made it a priority. Whatever that thing is for you, think about how can you make that happen in the next, let's say, 30 days. And the one thing I will say, the more you start pouring into yourself, the easier it becomes, and it will get to the point where it will be second nature. And ultimately, your children, your family, your loved ones, they will see the difference in you. And the one thing I want to leave you with, you teach people how to treat you. So if you are treating yourself like crap, you are showing other people that they too can treat you like crap. So it's time to start to change and set a new standard so you start treating yourself better, but also so other people will start treating you better as well. Now, I'm not sure who needed to hear this message today, but I hope you heard it and I hope that you will begin executing and start making those mindset shifts and more importantly, start making yourself a priority. So that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for stopping by and I will see you in the next episode. Take care. Thank you for listening to another episode of the How to Stop Being Broke podcast. 
Now, if you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to future conversations like the one we have today, make sure to subscribe because it is time for you to stop being broke and create a financial future you can be proud of.